Hey there, podcast fam. Are you a special education teacher looking to bring more engagement into your classroom without drowning in all of the prep work? I've got something incredible to share with you. Introducing the Teach Taskbox Inspire membership. Imagine having five beautifully crafted task boxes delivered right to your inbox every month, covering everything from social studies to life skills. And the best part, no more late night prepping. Let's bring the fun back into teaching. But wait, there's another option. How about getting those same task boxes delivered right to your front door? Imagine having a fun package to open every single month. That's right, I'm saving you time by printing, laminating, and Velcroing everything already for you. You don't have to lift a finger. Plus, you get access to the digital files as well. Get ready for vibrant, durable materials and the flexibility to choose your grade band, K2, 3, 5, or vocational life skills. Don't miss out. Elevate your teaching experience with a Teach Taskbox Inspire membership. Head to chalkboardsuperhero.com backslash membership right now. Let's make teaching fun again. Hey, special educators. Welcome to Teach Taskbox Inspire, the podcast dedicated to making your job as a special education teacher easier by making your instruction more fun for you and your students. Inside each episode, you'll learn how to get the most use out of your task boxes in the classroom. I'm your host, Lisa Holiday from Chalkboard Superhero, a veteran special education teacher passionate about empowering you with purposeful teaching strategies, helpful tips and tricks, and other classroom management tools that will help you thrive in your role. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey there, special educators, and welcome back to Teach Test Box Inspire. I'm Lisa Holiday, your host, and today I've got an exciting thing I want to talk about. It's all about using task boxes inside your IEP goal bins. On previous episodes, we've talked about the incredible impact test boxes have had on engagement, social development, even emotional growth. But today, I want to chat about task boxes that you could be using in your IEP goal bins. Now, I know that some of my listeners are brand new to the field and have no idea what I'm talking about. So let's chat a little bit about what exactly are IEP goal bins. When I first started working as a brand new special education teacher, I would be working on student IEP goals each week or maybe even daily, some or every other week, right? And so I was constantly, constantly running around my classroom looking for things to use, whether it was an assessment tool or different color highlighters or the little bear manipulatives. I couldn't find anything. A lot of times my paraprofessionals would just laugh at me. So after doing some research about how to be more efficient on this, and by research, I mean stalk my favorite social media people, I quickly learned about IEP bins. It seems so simple, like, duh, why didn't I think of that? So basically, all you need to do is grab a bin or a container large enough to hold all the materials that you need. I have seen so many different ways to do this. Any container store or any Michael's craft store have so many different types of containers you can use for this. You just have to make sure that that container is large enough to hold all the materials that you actually collect for all of those goals. 
I do want to mention that you may not need IEP bins for every single student. You may have students in your classroom that have like communication goals or maybe they have behavior goals and you can basically progress and monitor those types of goals naturally throughout the school day. Okay, so now that you've grabbed the bins and labeled them, I would also add in the data collection sheets as well. I've done this so many different ways. You know, some years each bin had a cute little clipboard attached with certain students. Other years I use like a little small notepad. Some years I just use sticky notes. But my favorite way to do this was just to have an IP data collection binder for all of my students. And I would take that binder with the IP bin to that student. So in that binder, each student would have their own section with all of their goals listed for each subject area. So I would have the exact writing from the IEP on this document just in case. I didn't paraphrase. I didn't make it shorter. I didn't make it bullet noted. I really wanted the exact verbiage from the IEP. I also made sure that the objectives and what mastery looked like was also on this document. In addition, I also included another page with a graph. Now, I know some of you might be laughing, but I would graph the student data every week to visually watch the progression of these students. And I found that parents and administration really like seeing those graphs as well, especially during either CSC meetings or team meetings or any phone call that I would be on a parent-teacher conference, they really like seeing the graph because sometimes numbers can be confusing. And so using that graph to kind of color code things to see where they are and to see how they've grown has really helped. And doing this little extra step does not take a lot of time. I usually just counted it up. I did a percentage, 80%. Yep, they got 40% and I would color my little graph in, right? After that, I would carefully label all of my bins and I would get to work finding all of the tools I would need to work on and assess these goals either every week or every day, however you have the schedule set up for collecting data. So whether we're working on number identification or reading comprehension, I always made sure that I had everything in my bins before we started. So what do you put in an IEP work bin? Well, really, you just put about anything into these bins. You can put adapted books, file folder games, worksheets, put in tasks, and you guessed it, even task boxes. I have found that using task boxes as the tool to assess student progress was the absolute easiest and fastest way to assess my students. Every single task box that I use works on individual skills for those students. So for example, if Johnny's goal was to work on number identification 1 through 10, I would look through my task box collection and find that skill and just throw the entire task box into that bin. It was super easy. Then when we're working on that goal, I can just dump out the materials in front of him and assess him and or have him practice just using that task box alone. And so we would use that over and over and over and over to get that mastery level. Maybe you have another student, let's call her Sarah. Maybe she has a reading comprehension goal. Maybe she needs to work on 
WH questions. And so I would go through my task boxes and find a specific reading goal that worked on those WH questions. So then I would pull that out and throw it into her IEP work bin. And I know this differs from state to state, but most of my students had either, you know, one reading and one math goal, and then they had the speech OT and whatever related services goals. So I often would just have two goals that I would work on, reading and math. And oftentimes, because my students were alternately assessed, they would also have objectives we needed to work on as well. However, I just use task boxes to assess these skills because my students love task boxes so much because it felt like they were playing a game. They never think that they're learning. So that's why I use task boxes for IEP work bins. And another great thing about using IEP work bins is that if you're color coding your classroom, as I know a lot of you are, then you can get rid of the name tag and just use the student assigned colors for the bins that you're using instead of that name tag. And that creates a little bit more privacy for the student. Using this type of system always made me more accountable for staying on top of that data collection. When you're working in a self-contained classroom, your students may have like 10 different IEP goals, 100 different IEP goals. And that just means that a lot of your time will be spent trying to adapt and differentiate all of these different skills. And you have to be able to meet them where they are. So using these task boxes and this IEP workbin system really can help with that. IEP Workbins provide students with these hands-on center type things that are specifically geared to their IEP goals. That means that they're getting practice that they need to progress while you are working with a small group or students individually. Or you can set these up for a paraprofessional to do one-on-one instruction and or data collection for that student. I will say that when I first started these IEP Workbins, I was using worksheets and a lot of the curriculum that I was using that was provided by the school system had a lot of these tear out worksheets. And so I was using a lot of those and that wasn't very motivating for my students. And so I really had to get away from the pencil and paper tasks and I wanted to get a little bit more hands on. My students were often on the autism spectrum, so using a wide variety of materials for them to be learning and or being assessed on really helped with their engagement and their motivation. I do want to mention before we wrap up today's episode that if you have a student that just does not like task boxes, I am not saying this is the one and only tool you should ever use in your IEP work bins, but it is just one of those tools that is super easy to organize, quick, fast, small, and efficient that you can throw into your work bins. However, if you have students who absolutely loves file folder games, please go ahead and throw those into the IEP goal bin. So I do want to leave you with this thought. IEP goal bins are not a tool to help you stay organized. They are a powerful resource that empowers both you and your students to achieve that meaningful growth. Whether you're a seasoned educator looking for a fresh perspective 
or you're a brand new teacher eager to make a difference, I want you to give IEP goal bins a try and try to see that positive impact that they can have on your students' progress. Thank you so much for joining me on Teach Taskbox Inspire, and don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for more inspiring episodes. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Teach Taskbox Inspire. I hope you've gained some tips and motivation to fuel your week ahead. If you're ready to explore more strategies for empowering your students as independent learners, be sure to dive into my free training at chalkboardsuperhero.com slash training. And don't keep all this knowledge to yourself. Share this episode with your special education teacher friends who could use some motivation and inspiration. One more thing before you go. If you're finding this podcast helpful and want to show support, head to Apple Podcasts and leave your rating and review. Until next time, keep teaching, taskboxing, and inspiring.